Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. We've been talking about entering into the new season, entering into the promised land. And uh, in order for us to do that, we need strong leadership to rise up, to lead the people together so that we can enter into the promised land. God told Moses, it's time to rise up because a new season has come. And Moses started to lead the people towards the promised land. And uh, he stopped on the, just before the, the, the River Jordan, before they can cross over into the promised land, and he died. And uh, Joshua, Moses' uh, helper, Moses ate, through those many years, he was under the protection of Moses. You know, no matter how much the people rise up against Moses, coming against him, Moses is the one who showed all these difficulties, this problem, this burden. Joshua, though he was with Moses, but he doesn't have to face this sort of situation. Now that Moses is dead, I guess there's a lot of uh, uh, apprehension in, inside Joshua, what to do. And so the word of God came to Joshua and said, Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. Look at uh, Joshua 1 verse 2. Now, now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them. To the Israelites, I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. So now then, you, Joshua, rise up and lead these people. Get ready to cross the Jordan. So in order for us to enter into the promised land, the first breakthrough that we have is to Step out from our comfort zone. Joshua, you cannot hide behind Moses anymore. Now some of us were hiding behind our husband or our wife or our cell leaders. You know, we have not risen up to take responsibility. But God is saying to enter into the promised land. Joshua, you rise up. Now, and take these people together with you to enter into the promised land. So, breakthrough, when we uh, rise up to, to cross over the river Jordan, we are preparing for war. We are preparing to face a giant. We are preparing to fight, to take possession of the promised land that God has given. So a lot of people, beginning of the year, we pray. What do we pray? We pray that we'll, you know, this year will be a peaceful year. You know, particularly in Chinese, you know, we pray that God will give us a, a year of peace where we can uh, get by another year. You know, people who pray like this, you don't have a breakthrough mindset. 
So if you want a breakthrough mindset, forget about praying for a peaceful year. You pray about a year where there will be a lot of warfare, a lot of challenges so that you can break through. I hope you got the message, isn't it? You know, a lot of Christians, we just go through one year after another, going around in a wilderness, in circle. We're just praying for peace. But to break through, you face a giant. You have to go to war. So it will not be a peaceful year for us who want to break through. But it will be a conquering year, a breakthrough year, an overcoming year where we will rise up by the power of God to enter into our promised land. So to break through is conquering new grounds, new territory, entering into a land where we have not been before. Every place is different. And God told the Israelites, when you enter into the promised land, this land is not like Egypt that you have experienced. You know, this land has valley and, and where they drink up water. So the water is only confined in certain place, the reservoir. And they are mining, uh, you know, that you, you can explore in this land that you never have of iron ore, you know. So, so a land where you have to plant so when we enter into the promised land, we conquer new grounds and we need new knowledge. We need new skill. We need to acquire a lot of things that we have not had before in order for us to conquer to the, the, the promised land. Okay, so for breakthrough, we need to break out from our comfort zone. What we're used to, what we know, what we've experienced in the past, but rather we have to cross over to fight, to face giants, to face difficulties, to learn new things, to explore new ways of doing things. in a promised land. And then to, secondly, if you want to break through and enter into a promised land, we have to break out from our personal barrier, internal barrier. Because the word of God says, I will give you every place where you set your uh, foot on. I will give you every place where you step on it, where you are willing to go out, to conquer, to fight, to step on it. There's no limit from God. You know, that's why when the Reubenites and the Gettites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, when they request the land on the east side of Jordan, finally, God gave it to them. That wasn't part of the promised land. It's where your foot step on. You're prepared to go far. 
God will meet you there. But a lot of people, we, we are constrained by our own limitation. You know, when we step on this little piece of land and we say, that's it, you know, uh, that's our boundary because of our mindset, right? Because we, we, we set the, the, the limitation uh, that we can occupy. So to enter into a promised land, we, we need to break through from this kind of uh, barriers that we set ourselves in. And uh, sometimes, well, well, most of the time, these barriers are in the mind. It's not actual problem. Look at what happened here. After they enter into the promised land, after many years, seven tribes out of the twelve still have not entered into the promised land. Still have not, uh, still have not occupied the land that God is giving to them. You know, two and a half tribes. I told you on this east side of Jordan, they already settled for that. So after they enter into the promised land, only two and a half tribes managed to occupy the promised land. Until so much so, Joshua was very impatient. It's not that they cannot go in and conquer those lands. It's a mindset. They're just waiting for God to do it. They keep praying. Hey, of course they believe. They believe. But Joshua spoke to them. Let's read it in Joshua 18, verse 1. The whole assembly of the Israelites gathered at Shiloh and sit, uh, set up the tent of meeting there. The country was brought under their control, but there were still seven Israelite tribes who had not yet received their inheritance. So Joshua said to the Israelites, How long will you wait before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, have given you? So it's not a matter that they are not strong, they are not able to uh, face the enemy uh, and, and go and take possession of those land. It's not. There's no reason. But they are not, not moving forward. So Joshua spoke to them, how long are you going to wait? You see, it's a mental problem. It's not a, not a physical problem. It's not a problem with ability. It's not a problem with uh, timing. It's just, have you seen people? They have to make a decision. They never make that decision. Everybody can make decision they cannot. Their friends have moved on and occupied the land. But they are still wondering. Oh, they think about this. They think about that. They think about the other. It's all negative things that they think about. And they're waiting. Some are very spiritual. Keep praying. Keep praying. But they're not doing anything. So Joshua spoke to them, how long are you going to wait? It's time to move up. Okay, so, you know, this is a long time already. Can you imagine when those who, the rebellious die, those who uh, go through that 40 years in the wilderness, the oldest is 20 plus 40 years, 60 years. And now they enter into the promised land. It could be, Another 10 years, you know, that's why Joshua gets frustrated. 
So you're talking about the oldest among them, probably 70 years. They've been waiting for the promised land. They've been hearing and talking about the promised land. They are still waiting. They are still not willing to move. Are there people in church? We've heard about the promised land. We've heard about breakthrough. You know, we've heard it for 40 years, 50 years, but we're still the same. How long are you going to wait before you enter and take possession of the promises that God has given to you? So we set the limit. A lot of times, the limit is in our mind. So what are the limitations? What are the things that cause us to limit ourselves? The first area is our perception. You know, our eyes is the light of the body. God told Abram, after Lot has parted with him, he said, look around from where you are, to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. All the land that you see, I will give to you. Look from where you are. A lot of people keep thinking, well, maybe if I go to that place, then I'll be better. Whether I go to KK, it'll be better. KL will be better. God say, look where you are. And look north, south, east, west. Wherever you can see, it's yours. So our perception is very important. What do you see? You know, if you can see, you'll be willing to pursue it. And then to, we're limited by our vision. We cannot imagine a better future. We cannot see how things are going to change. And that's why we let things be. We're limited by our knowledge. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of uh, knowledge. Our confession. I mentioned people, some people, they keep talking about the problem the hindrances, people, whatever, all kinds of problems. They never think how they can break through. They never talk about solution. How to cross the, rest, uh, the, the, the River Jordan. And there are people who associate, always associate with people who, who defile the spirit, who talk negative, bad things, instead of moving away from them like Abram did. Abram told Lot, it's time that we part company. No point in keep struggling and striving in our spirit. Now let's part company. Right, so, so don't allow those situations, environment, people, uh, thoughts to hinder you. Break free from those things. Whatever you need to learn, acquire those knowledge. Right, talk to the right people. Move away from the wrong kind of people so that you will be enter, able to enter into your promised land. And uh, one very important element that will help us to break through is, is, the, is the sense of righteous anger in your heart or passion in your heart. You know, when you see a situation, it, it stirs your heart. It causes you to be angry about that situation, that you want to bring change to the situation. I think some of us, we need to have that kind of feeling. 
you see something not right, you've got to be so angry that you want to do something about it. You see, you hear people talking nonsense, you've got to be so angry to rise up and rebuke that person. But no, we, we don't want problem. So we don't break through. Right? Uh, some of you know the story. When we started doing live broadcasts, so we place these songs that is recorded by other people and then we face trouble and disruption during the broadcasting because we're using other people's song, copyright problem. So my staff come to me and tell me this problem. So I say, you know, I, I get frustrated. At first I didn't know that was a problem. I, I get frustrated. So I say, can't you find something that has no copyright? He said, the only kind of music uh, that has no copyright, you know, is our pre-service kind of, you know, uh, uh, that kind of uh, soaking music. I said, cannot. You know, you cannot do that for the general public. We've got to have some songs. And then I asked, you know, what about those old hymns? Surely it will be okay, you know, so long ago. What copyright? Those people are long dead, you know, and gone. I thought there was no copyright, but he said, wow, all those hymns are also copyright. So I get very angry, you know, everything is copyright. So what happened? I say we write our own song. We do our own music. And that's how I started to write song. You know, and, and that, that's when the breakthrough comes. So some of us, we need to have that kind of anger, righteous anger in our heart in order to bring about breakthrough in situation. But very often, we just want to be nice. We just don't want to disturb the peace. Uh, we just want to let things be. But we've got to rise up. Break out from our comfort zone. And break into new grounds that we have never trod before. The place where you step your foot on those are the land that I will give it to you. And uh, thirdly, we need to cross that river Jordan. Every one of us, we will have our river Jordan. It's a hindrance when you want to enter into the promised land. Right before you is that river Jordan. You have to cross over it. Crossing the river Jordan is different from crossing the Red Sea. The Red Sea is deliverance, is salvation. God tell Moses, just lift up your rod. And then the Red Sea parted, and then they walked through. It's by the grace of God, it's by the mercy of God, is what God has done. But to cross the river Jordan is by choice. You can decide not to cross. You can decide that you want to go around in the wilderness for the next 40 years. It's, it's your choice. But if you want to break through, you've got to decide to cross the river Jordan. You know, that's why the nation, this nation is, uh, the Israelite, these seven tribes, never enter in because they're standing there. They're waiting for God to do something. They're praying about it. But Joshua said, how long are you going to cross? When are you going to cross? It's time to move. 
Not just stand there, not just praying, but do something. You know, when they, when they arrive at the River Jordan, let's see in uh, Joshua 3 verse 8, God tell Joshua to tell the priest who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan waters, go and stand in the river. You cannot just stand on the edge and just look and just wait for it to happen before you move. For River Jordan, when you come to the edge, you have to step right in. You've got to stand in the river. That's what you have to do to see that breakthrough. And let's read it in the verse 15, chapter 3. Now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carry the ark reach the Jordan and their feet touch the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It powered up in a heap of a great distance away. So when, when they come to the River Jordan, is at flood stage. We know recently the flood that's in our nation and how you know, forceful that water is, muddy. That's exactly the kind of, of condition in Jordan at that time. We've been there. We've seen the muddy water just like our, the flooding, the, the water during the flood recently that we see on, on TV. So when you come to the edge and the water is just uh, overflowing the bank because it's, it's flooding time, would you step in? Would you cross the river? Or you come to the edge and say, no, no, no. No, this is not the right time. No, we cannot cross. No, this is flood. It's your choice. You want to break through? It's your choice. God tells Joshua to tell the priest, step into the water. Step into the water. So, in order to break through, we really have to step into the water and see God begins to work and uh, cross the river Jordan. Whatever it is, whatever problem that you have, instead of running away, you face it. You encounter it. You step on it. And work it through. So in order for us to break through, we also have to break the threshold of pain. You know, you want to break through? You, want to, you have to break the threshold of pain. You know, the athlete, they, they learn, uh, they, they train to run the race. Their natural body can only go so far endure the kind of pain to a limit. But as they begin to train, as they begin to break through that threshold of pain, you know, it's really painful, but they enjoy it. They keep training, they keep pushing themselves. You see, they realize they can run faster, they can run longer, you know, they, they, they break their, their own limit. But for a lot of us, we, we don't. 
when we face a little bit of pain, a little bit of rejection, a little bit of misunderstanding, we withdraw. We don't want to step into the water. But you want to enter into your promised land. You've got to break through your threshold pain. There will be greater problems ahead. There will be more difficulties facing. After you cross the river Jordan, there is the war of Jericho to, to, to face. There are other problems there. But you've got to break through that threshold of pain so that you can endure, so that you can, you know, you, you, you're trained to break that limit so you can achieve greater things. Why does God lead us through the river Jordan? Why must we cross the river Jordan in order to enter into a promised land? Joshua 4, verse 24. He did this so that all the people of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. God did it. He used us. Give us the opportunity to experience His great power so that the world can see. The world can only see, but we experience it. We go through it. It's a privilege, it's an honor to be able to work together with God for the extension of His kingdom, to declare His praises so the world can see, the world can come to know Him, know His mighty, His powerful hand working in us. That's the first reason. The second reason why we need to go to the River Jordan is so that we may fear. We may always fear the Lord so that we know God is the one who did it. So that when we enjoy success in the land, we would not think that is our own power, that we have, by our own power, that we have gained well so that we will always worship the Lord, honor Him and not turning to idols because we fear Him. Because those who fear God are the ones who obey Him. Look at Deuteronomy 5, 29. Oh, that their heart would be inclined to fear me and keep all my commands always so that it might go well with them and their children forever. So it's for our protection as we enter into the promised land. These experiences is to cause us to fear Him so that we will always obey His, all of, all of His commandments. I want you to take note. All my commandments. Because a lot of times we, we obey just a little bit wherever we want to obey. And it's a deception. A lot of people keep lying. You know, they keep saying, yeah, I have, I have obeyed, I have, you know. But their heart are far away from God. It's a deception. They just obey what they want to obey. In fact, they obey themselves. They are Lord to themselves. But they say, Jesus, you are my Lord. So God says, when you go through this river Jordan, you will always fear the Lord because you know He has done these great things in your life. You will always fear Him and obey Him. And you will pass it on to your next generation. So you are blessed generation after another because you fear the Lord. 
So I hope this evening, as we receive the Word of God, it will help us to see how we can cross the River Jordan, our River Jordan, how we can face the difficulties that is before us and enter into the Promised Land. We've got to rise up from our comfort zone, the environment that we're used to, because we're crossing into a new territory, a land that we've never been before. There's so much to learn. There's so much to know. There are skills that we need to acquire, knowledge that we, 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 we need to have you know, as we move into the promised land. So it will not be easy. We have to break away from our comfort zone. And then to... we will have to break through a lot of this personal, mental barrier that we have. We know that God will do it. But we're still waiting, we're still praying. We have so much concern. It's the, in our mind, is a, the, the war is, is fought in the mind, not in re, real life. And we never break through. And if that's your river Jordan, you really need to allow the word of God to cleanse you. As Brother Andrew was saying, to, to renew you, to change your thought pattern with new perception, with new values, totally new, so that you can really enter in to the promised land rather than just waiting and praying and hoping that it will take place. And finally, to cross the river Jordan is a decision that you have to make. You decide not to go around in the wilderness for another 38 years, 40 years. But you decide it's time. Now, it's time to cross the, the river Jordan, even though it seems it's not the right time because it's flooding time. But because you listen to the word of God, the voice of God, and you obey, you step into the water. You see God begins to open up. You see God begins to work. His mighty hands begins to work in your life so that you will cross over, you will take possession of the promised land. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your words. We thank you for this new season that you're getting your people to enter into the promised land, to see your kingdom extended. Lord, we pray that our eyes, our perception, our mind, our hearts will be totally renewed because of your word. We'll be able to see what you have prepared for us in the promised land. Oh God, we we just want to let go of those comfort zones, those things that we're so used to and break out into the new, into the unknown and face the war that we have to, to face, in, in, face in, in dealing with a giant. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We pray for boldness. We pray for faith to arise in us even as we Allow your word to work in our hearts. 
And Lord, we know that in your time, in your season, that is the right time. No matter how the outward signs may, may look like, it may not seem like the right season, but God, you have spoken your word. It's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to cross the River Jordan. Lord, we, we just want to obey you and see your mighty hand working in us and through us to bring glory and honor to your name. So bless your people, oh God. I pray that our spirit will be stirred up. Our spirit will be charged up to, to rise up and to follow our leaders and to, to move forward and break into the land that you have promised for us. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, the Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week.